Welcome to the Happiness Drive Success Podcast, brought to you by Motivate Coaching, the multidiscipline practice for extraordinary people. Here, we discuss finding your happiness and how you can use it to drive your success. Please welcome your host, co-founder, CEO, and master of discovering happiness, Stuart Isham Fairbairns. Hello, my wonderful friends. A very good day to you. It's a beautiful day here in Africa. I am, as always, out on a hike with Harlow. It's a little bit windy today. I hope you can hear me okay. (laughs) So, I have been listening to on my hike. As you guys know, I listen to podcasts, record podcasts, of course, and listen to audiobooks and all sorts of things, do my audio journaling when on hikes. And this morning, I decided to listen to a book, and I listened to Margie Worrell's latest book, which is called Stop Playing Safe. So I highly recommend you get yourself a copy and um, you uh, check it out. Really, really great stuff, very powerful stuff that you can really relate to, get motivated and smash life. So this morning, uh, as she was chatting, she was talking about, uh, and it made me think about various things which I'm going to share with you now, but it was all around our fears and how we often allow our fears to stop us from taking action. And then we get frustrated at ourselves for not taking action and we find ourselves on the couch ordering a pizza, watching Netflix. Um, (laughs) um, Raise your hand if you know the song. (laughs) So yeah, I think we, we can all relate to that. And sometimes our fears do take over to such a degree that they almost paralyze us. And they really can. And fear holds in a huge amount of power. And not over us, but for us. Because fear is a protection mechanism. Fear is designed to keep us safe. It is something that is part of who we are as human beings. And it's what's keeping us safe. So, obviously, back in the primitive days, it was keep us safe from decisions that could well risk our lives. Keep us safe from saber-toothed tigers and other such things. And obviously, in modern days, we've talked about this a lot in previous podcast episodes. Uh, but in modern days, how things have changed and how our natural inclinations, our natural um, forces within ourselves are now applied to different different things. And especially as we go more and more digital. Uh, again, we've talked about this in other, in other episodes. For the purposes of today, it's very interesting when these voices come up, or when these thoughts come up within us, however they represent for you. And you're associated to one thing or another that just brings fear to you and I suppose the first place to start is that we often compare to others to what's expected from us in the world to what's normal what's okay what's considered weak what's considered strong what's considered courageous what's considered fearful and that then influences how we react often initially so we might feel oh I can't think that way you know just like Stiff upper lip, swallow it down, ignore that, trudge on through. But the reality is we all have different fears because our fears are built from, yes, the initial trigger is our protection mechanism, but the associations that we make come from our childhoods and our adult life and are associated through our experiences. So we experience something and we associate fear with it. It's something that scares us or intimidates us. And we associate it with fear. So next time we come close to that situation, the immediate response from within ourselves is one of fear. Being aware of when these feelings come up. And in that moment, you can have a think to yourself when that voice comes up. Where is this coming from? What's the association here? 
So how, to make it a bit more digestible, when we, when we label a fear, when we feel a fear and we label it, we, can, we, dis, we distance ourselves from it, we, we give ourselves a bit of perspective from it, and it makes it easier to observe. It's when you're right in the middle of it and feeling it, it's very hard to remove yourself from it because you're in the throes of feeling it. When we name it, label it, we can then distance ourselves. So I call them the council of small voices. <laughs> And these, these voices are small. Now, they're not small in their power. They're small in that they drag me back. They drag me down. They don't empower me. They don't push me forwards. I'm not going to be living my dream life if I listen and do what the Council of Small Voices tell me to do. Now, the Council of Small Voices are petrified by most things. They, they live, eat and breathe fear. And it's all about keeping my mind, body safe. Same you have yours as well, and call it what you will, whatever works for you. So when these voices come up, by me sort of in my head, I can see this council of small voices sitting around a large table, and just when something comes up, it's like, ah, oh, it's one of you. I'm not trying to define exactly who it is, but I can see one of them kind of stand up and wave their hand at me. It's like, yeah, it's me over here. And as soon as I do that, I don't have to take it any further there, but it's just noticing that that's there. It's like, okay, cool. So thank you for protecting me, keeping me safe. That's cool. This then leads on to the next part of what you do. And this is what I always, as you of course know from listening to all of the podcast episodes, is that I don't want to just talk about issues that we face, that we come up against. I also want to talk about methodologies that you can implement in your life to help you get past these things. The whole purpose of this podcast is for you to live life better. It's to live your best life. And that's what I want to help you do. So when it comes to these fears and your version of the Council of Small Voices start piping up, and it could be anything. It could be going to ask for a promotion from your boss or standing up against them and saying, no, I, I'm, you know, I'm not, I, I don't agree with that. Or it could be you know, starting your own business, changing your job. It could be a number of things. Um, in your mind, you catastrophize, like, for example, in the scenario where you stand up and disagree with your boss, you imagine them calling in security and dragging you out, <laughs> or same thing for asking for a promotion, or, you know, you imagine if you try and start your own business and it doesn't go right, uh, you'll end up, you know, living out of a shopping trolley, um, collecting, you know, what you need from people's rubbish, and it's all just nonsense, but it's our fears doing their thing, so when those thoughts come up, it's like, okay, cool. Who from the council here is just like completely freaking out over this scenario? Okay, I see you there. And we're not looking to magically fix everything overnight. But the more time that we spend on changing and disassociating, unlinking the fear from the thought and replacing it with something that does serve us, the more we do it, as with anything else. As Simon Sinek famously says, and I absolutely love this, is that if you go to the gym once and you come home and look in the mirror, you're gonna see no change. If you go to the gym twice and look in the mirror, you're gonna see no change. If you go to the gym every day for a week and you look in the mirror, you're gonna see no change. Much like everything else, it takes time and investment. If you go to the gym for a year, you're gonna see a difference. It's not about do something once and if you don't see the results, then give up. It's about knowing that by consistently doing something, you're gonna get the results. Discipline, Plus consistency equals success. 
So often when we want to do something, we need to understand that it's not about feeling the feeling of success from day one. It's about embracing the discipline, being consistent with it, and we will then get that success and the feelings that come with it that we're so desperately looking for. So when these fears come up, let's have a look. Okay, so the member of the council stands up and waves their hand at you. Okay, so I choose right now to, this thought is, I want to start my own business. And this fear has come up that I'm going to end up living in a shopping trolley (laughs) or whatever it is. I mean, even if it doesn't articulate perfectly as an image in your head or however you think, but whatever the feeling is, it's despair, it's whatever it is, is, okay, I'm going to choose to say thank you so much for sending this feeling right now. I know you're trying to protect me, but I'm going to choose to right now just replace it with thinking about the excitement of where I would be when I'm successful with this. So if you cast your mind into the future of what I'm trying to achieve is start my own business. What does success look like with, with having that own business? Like right now, that business is successful. It's where you want it to be. What are three things, that you, three words you can use to describe yourself in that moment? What, are, what would you like to be? Would you like to be confident? Would you like to be courageous? Would you like to be bold? Would you like to be inspiring? Would you like to be empathetic, professional? What is it that describes you, three words that describe you, in that success? It takes a bit of visualisation to get there. Think of someone you admire who's in the same arena as you. Now imagine you are in their position now. Put yourself in their shoes. You're there. Take a deep breath. And as you're standing there, you can say, I am confident. I am bold. I am courageous. Whatever it may be. And what are those three words? And feel them within yourself. And remember that feeling. Take that feeling and just put that in the seat. That person from the council, when you think of that thought, unlink from that negative Nelly in the council and reassociate with those three words of the person that you are going to be in the future when you're successful with this focus that you've got. Now, you keep doing that again, much like going to the gym. The first time you do it, it's not like you're going to suddenly feel, oh, that works, this is great. Much like going to the gym, you're going to have to practice this and practice this. So when this fear comes up, I mean, who wants to feel fear? It's horrible. We end up on the couch watching Netflix and eating pizza because it releases endorphins in the moment and makes us feel better and we can ignore the world. But it doesn't take us forward. And through natural entropy, things just continue evolving around us, but nowhere near in the direction that we want because we're not being active. In fact, they devolve, we go backwards. So sometimes it's okay to end up on the sofa and don't beat yourself up when you do. And by all means, order that pizza. But the more you work at reassociating that thought with the positive outcome that you want from the action that you would take associated with that thought, i.e. starting your own business, doing whatever it takes to then start your own business, making those moves, and knowing the direction you're going because you know who you want to be. The more you do that, the more you're going to believe it. And the instant response when you think about starting your own business will be excitement about becoming that person. Motivation, inspiration. It won't be the fear of the shopping trolley because that's just catastrophizing. And it's that little council member that's just thinks it's trying to protect you, but actually it's only protecting you today on the sofa eating pizza. (laughs) It's not protecting you in the future, which the fear, fear doesn't have any emotions it doesn't have any agenda other than to keep you safe now it doesn't look forward to the future aspirations it's just now you have aspirations so unlink the fear reassociate the positive action that you want to achieve going forward 
and smash it. Ladies and gents, that's your update for today. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. I have just launched a new coaching package, very exciting. Um, for all those who download the free ebook off the website, there is in actual fact a special gift there for you guys. So please do go and get the ebook and that special gift. And let's get you to that place where you're finding that success. Come join me. Very excited to do this with you. I love this work. I love helping you. So let's do it. Join us on the Facebook page if you're not there, the Facebook community. It's, uh, you can just, in Facebook, you search for Join Your Happy Place. It's Join Your Happy Place. There's myself in there. We've just, well, we're now well over, but we've smashed a 1,000 members in that group, which is incredible. Lots of brilliant people from around the world sharing great content to help motivate and inspire you to live the best life. So here's to you. Here's to your success. You've got this. And have a top banana day. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in learning more, go to the Motivate website at www.motivate-coaching.com. If you'd like to get in touch with Stuart directly, you can get him at Stuart, spelled S-T-U-A-R-T, at motivate-coaching.com. Thanks so much for joining us, and remember, your happiness drives your success. See you next time, folks.